The following is paid programming and is operated and produced independently. The current views and opinions expressed belong solely to the operators and do not represent the views or opinions of Family Flavors, the Slide WBN Inc., its affiliates, its sister companies, or respective companies which these individuals are affiliated or have been previously affiliated. The program's participants, opinions, and content are based upon information they consider reliable, but neither Family Flavors to Slide WBN Inc. nor its affiliates warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be considered as such. All rights to the media broadcasted on this platform belong solely to the copyright owners of said media. Family Flavors to Slide WBN Inc. and its affiliates do not make claims to own the media broadcasted on our network. What's up? What's up? Ooh, that is super loud. I can hear myself real good though. Hey y'all, what's up? What's up? It's Fashionista Friday, your favorite fashionista, your girl Regina English. I am live at Family Flavors The Slide World Broadcasting Network. Call in with your fashion questions at 719-300-7936. What's cracking, y'all? It's the weekend. What y'all doing? Hey, tap in to the chat. I'll talk back to you because that's what I do. But anyway, what's going on for the weekend? I know some things are going on. I know what I got going on, but I ain't going to tell y'all. I'm going to show y'all, okay? I know that seeing is believing, but actions speak louder than words. So, hey, it's Fashion Easter Friday. Like I said, questions, 719-300-7936. Um, let me just explain to you all what I have on right now. You turn me down, huh? <laughs> you what I have on right now. Because when I woke up this morning, I said, it's Friday. I'm feeling kind of wild. So, hey, you know, I got this, you know, safari look kind of going on. But it's cute, cute, because it's a sexy, classy safari look. Um, Let me break it down. Y'all know I always got to have some sort of with anything I do. So, I'm not taking my shoe off, y'all. Um, but I have some olive green booties and they have bedazzles on the string where you like where you lace it up. There's some bedazzles on there. Yeah, your girl likes sparkles. Okay. And then I have on some khaki color, not khaki, a little darker than khaki, some cognac. Yeah. Some cognac leggings. Oh. They warm, you know why? Because they're suede. That's what fashionistas do. Oh, y'all, I got something huge. Come and see how I get sidetracked and distracted that quick on, you know, what I'm trying to say. But anyway, I got something huge, huge, huge in the works for y'all. I knew it, I knew it. And I'm gonna be like, oh. but yeah, so stay tuned. We about to get it cracking real. But anyway, okay, back to my regular schedule. Grammy. I am sharing what I have on the cognac leggings with the olive green booties with the bedazzles through the strings. Let me come closer. Y'all see my shirt? It's olive green and it has cheetahs. Y'all see them cheetahs? Cheetahs are fast, super fast, like me. All you're gonna see when you see me is smoke and this ain't the smoke you want. So y'all get in where you fit in or you're gonna have to catch up. But anyway, um, so yeah, I have my 
cheetah brim on to go with the cheetahs in my shirt. As always, y'all seen these shades, but these, not shades, but these are really prescription glasses. Y'all saw these before. My cat eye brown glasses trimmed and go because I need to see. But anyway, yeah. So this is how I was feeling this morning. I was feeling kind of wild and safari-like. So I said, oh, let me just do this. So cute. The shirt is kind of long in the back, short in the front. Y'all know that style now. And in the winter, you can. You can wear them under your pants, like layer up. Yesterday, freezing cold, y'all. So I could have wore some leggings, then put my jeans on. But today, I just have the leggings because they're thick. So I'm super warm. And like I said, I have the booties on, so good for the snow. But you spray them. You gotta spray them with the. They don't turn all white when they get dry and, you know, mess your shoes up. So, yeah, that's. Boom. Hey. 719-300-7936. Your girl, Regina English, your favorite fashionista, live at Family Flavors, The Slide, World Broadcasting Network. Hey, cute. Yay. Nay. Hi, Clara. How you doing? Yes, this is what I'm rocking today. Well, right now, y'all know. Change so, yeah. Um, and I have plans tonight. My best friend, hmm, soon as he gets off the road, we have something special planned. Oh, y'all know it's Friday, but anyway, so we're trying to tell y'all, but you know, sometimes that's what happens when you're fashion each day, you have so much stuff in your closet. You can't remember what I have. But this hat, um, this hat came from uh, Sheen. Yep, I know that. It came from Sheen. Guess what, y'all? It was like $12. $12 from Sheen is real cute, cute. Like I said, let me, boom, right here. I'm all up in y'all face. Cheetahs all over the street. That's why I have the cheetah hat. So that explains it. And, ma'am, sir, what is happening? <laughs> I know. Yeah, look at here. Oh, okay. So, yay. I need to change again, y'all. But I just had to come and do an introduction and give y'all this safari-like vibe that I was feeling this morning. I said, you know what I need to put? I don't know what's in the air today, but... Woo! This weekend is going to be something special, y'all. Hard work, dedication, persistence is key. And can mm. But anyway, that probably went over somebody here, but it's fashionista. Family Flavors, The Slide, World Broadcasting Network. Call in with your fashion question. 719-300-7936. Y'all got a guest and on today. Here's short community vibes with your girl, Regina. So, again, if y'all want to come by with me after my first hour of 
If you live in the fountain, secure Hit your girl up. Let's talk. What you talk about? We can talk about whatever. But we're just going to have to make it make sense. But anyway, so I'm getting ready to do my second change. And I'm going to come back uh, here shortly. I don't want to, you know, have this long, drawn-out um, live because I know some of y'all are working and your lunch break to your lunch break. So tune in, girl. The whole scenario begins to change. It's called shifting the atmosphere. But anyway, hmm. Yes. Ha! I love y'all. Anyway, stick with me. Log back in. As soon as I log back in. Okay? Because I'm getting ready to end this thing so I can give y'all some more of this fabulousness. Let me see. I'm going to have to give y'all all sides. Sides. Yes. And y'all know what? I'm super excited about what's in the work. But like I said on Facebook, stay tuned. Dot, 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 dot. That means wait. Don't blink because if you just may miss it. But ahala. When times get tough and it seems like the odds are constantly stacked against you, wouldn't it be a blessing to know that you had an ace in the hole? Ladies and gentlemen, consider yourselves anointed because you can always bet on Ace Pawn and Loans to have your back when difficult times attack. Are you down in your luck? Well, come on down and get the best bang for your buck. Ace Pawn and Loans is a family-owned and operated chain that has been servicing the people of Colorado Springs for over 40 years. Having been nominated and voted the best in Colorado Springs for four years running, Ace Pawn and Loan gives the ultimate attention to service and detail. Their staff at all three locations are impeccable and highly professional. Ace Pawn and Loans specializes in pawn loans, title loans, buying, selling, trading, check cashing, and money transfers. They even offer worldwide shipping. Ace Pawn and Loans is truly the best in the business. So make sure you contact the sincere patriots of pawnbroking and loans today. Trade today, get paid today. Catch the deals at three locations locally. 2339 Platte Place, 3060 South Academy Boulevard, 3638 North Academy Boulevard. Or find them on Facebook at Ace Pawn and Loans and tell them the slide sent you.
When times get tough and it seems like the odds are constantly stacked against you, wouldn't it be a blessing to know that you had an ace in the hole? Ladies and gentlemen, consider yourselves anointed because you can always bet on Ace Pawn and Loans to have your back when difficult times attack. Are you down in your luck? Well, come on down and get the best bang for your buck. Ace Pawn and Loans is a family-owned and operated chain that has been servicing the people of Colorado Springs for over 40 years. Having been nominated and voted the best in Colorado Springs for four years running, Ace Pawn and Loan gives the ultimate attention to service and detail. Their staff at all three locations are impeccable and highly professional. Ace Pawn and Loan specializes in pawn loans, title loans, buying, selling, trading, check cashing, and money transfers. They even offer worldwide shipping. Ace Pawn and Loans is truly the best in the business. So make sure you contact the sincere patriots of pawnbroking and loans today. Trade today, get paid today. Catch the deals at three locations locally. 2339 Platte Place, 3060 South Academy Boulevard, 3638 North Academy Boulevard. Or find them on Facebook at Ace Pawn and Loans and tell them the slide sent you.
Welcome to Glow Growth and Development. My name is Titus. Welcome to Glow. Who said that? Glow was created when I discovered my heart. Glow has two areas, speaking, teaching, and coaching. Purpose. We teach transformation and mindset, health and nutrition, relationships, all tied together with heart and working in flow. We help people get from where they are to where they want to be. Plus, I have 25 plus years of sales, marketing, and business development experience. We provide business consulting and sales improvement strategies. We implement funnels and landing pages, along with creating and editing videos and commercials. Are you looking for a strong legal team to help you through a time of crisis? Unknown of who to contact when the law is overbearing? Are your friends or loved ones in fear and trial is drawing near? 
Defense is more than simply a word within the hallowed halls of the law offices of Barker and Tolini. Ladies and gentlemen, it is literally a cornerstone that these men work, breathe, and live by every day. For nearly a decade, this prestigious law firm has humbly and diligently labored in defense of the people. The law offices of Barker and Tolini are the premier criminal defense attorneys within the box state. Hands down. In your time of legal need, contact the super team of Bark and Tolini at 719-227-0230. Again, that's 719-227-0230. Let them know that you heard it here on the slide so they know we got your back. Contact the offices of Barker and Tolini at 720 South Tejon Street, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80903. Or at Colorado Springs, when times get tough and it seems like the odds are constantly stacked against you, wouldn't it be a blessing to know that you had an ace in the hole? Ladies and gentlemen, consider yourselves anointed because you can always bet on ace pawn and loans to have your back when difficult times attack. Are you down in your luck? Well, come on down and get the best bang for your buck. Ace Pawn and Loans is a family-owned and operated chain that has been servicing the people of Colorado Springs for over 40 years. Having been nominated and voted the best in Colorado Springs for four years running, Ace Pawn and Loan gives the ultimate attention to service and detail. Their staff at all three locations are impeccable and highly professional. Ace Pawn and Loan specializes in pawn loans, title loans, buying, selling, trading, check cashing, and money transfers. They even offer worldwide shipping. Ace Pawn and Loans is truly the best in the business. So make sure you contact the sincere patriots of pawnbroking and loans today. Trade today, get paid today. Catch the deals at three locations locally. 2339 Platte Place, 3060 South Academy Boulevard, 3638 North Academy Boulevard. Or find them on Facebook at Ace Point and Loans and tell them the slide sent you. Hey, 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 y'all. I'm back. I'm back. What's up? What's up? What's up? See, I'm all tongue-tied. <laughs> hey, y'all. What's up? What's up? It's your girl, Regina. It's your favorite fashionista. And it is Fashionista Friday. I am live at Family Flavor Fly World Broadcasting Network. Call in with your fashion questions. 719-300. Guess what, y'all? Address says I am Black History, but guess what? Black History is a special for me every day, every month, 365 days. My blackness, I do it every day that God blesses. Be sure. 
putting out Black History Colorado Springs, y'all, it ain't always about those who but those that are here as well. But we already know we are because they were. So, yes, Black History Past, Present, and Future. But, um, so I got some pieces, y'all. I need to let y'all know about these pieces. But let me give this dress to y'all first. Wait, y'all see that? I am Black History. It's a cotton t-shirt dress. And I have on the chunky cognac boots. These are all winter colors, y'all. So, you know. But y'all know me. Yellow is a whole vibe for me. So, that's my color. Y'all like these earrings? Uh, culturally savvy. Um, just so y'all know. Let me talk to you about this dress I have on. Guess where I got it, y'all? I got it from Target. But if y'all didn't get that, I got it from Target, okay? But, you know, fashionistas like to call it Target. But anyway, so this dress that I purchased to support my black people, his name, her name, I'm sorry, her name is Alice Butts. Alice Butts is the designer of this t-shirt dress, I Am Black History. She's a graphic designer from Brooklyn, New York, and an alumni of the School of Visual Arts. She is now based in St. Paul, Minnesota, living the dream of designing for community-centered projects. So shout out to Miss Alice Butts out of Brooklyn, New York, now in St. Paul, Minnesota, doing her thing. Do your thing, sis. I salute you. It is Black History Month, but every day black people are changing narratives, breaking glass ceilings, just spreading melanin magic all in the city, all in the nation. So yeah, shout out to designer Alice Butts. She designed this I Am Black History dress. Y'all like that? That's cute. Go ahead, you fashionistas, go on to Target and cop y'all one, okay? It's super, super cute. And now I have another piece, this bag, y'all tag still on it oh a matter of fact Target celebrate so this bag it says it's cute cute y'all y'all can y'all can carry it with this dress like me today um yeah so let me come closer it says we are the future we are the present and the future so I think she should have put that on here but anyway Maybe I'll do it. But isn't that nice, y'all? Target. It's at Target. Let me see. It was $25. Support a black-owned business. $25 for this bag. And let me read y'all who this lady is. Okay. Design by Blue. Black boy B. So it's a guy. My bad. Okay. My name is Blue. I'm a graphic designer based out of North Carolina. Shout out to North Carolina. I believe in the power of being your authentic self. As you can see why I would have to get this bag. Because I'm huge on being you, being the best you. 
and my goal is to design with that same sentiment so shout out to my brother black boy b that's him that's his bag we are the future y'all see that we are the future orange and the the gold that i have and this dress that says i am black history so yes i'm huge on celebrating us my people the melanin people but it doesn't mean that we don't celebrate everybody else but right now y'all i'm just in the space where i've been celebrating us a lot because it's needed and it's necessary going on so we need to celebrate us we need to work together more we need to love each other more all of the things we need to do but yeah this is super cute y'all but it's cold outside i would have to go ahead and throw them cognac leggings back on if i wanted to wear this outside if y'all tuned into my first style um y'all would have saw those cognac suede <laughs> leggings that I probably need to put on because all of these legs. But y'all know I'm not going to wear this outside because, yeah, it is winter and it's negative below nothing. That's how cold it is to me. But I'm from Michigan, so, you know, I should be used to it. But guess what? I'm not. It's super cold. But, hey, so, with y'all for just a second. So, again, shout out to designer let me cover up my business y'all um alice but she designed the dress i am black history copy that tarjay mr blue black b hopefully i'm saying it right blue black boy b yes blue black boy b so shout out to him for creating this we are the future bag um I support black businesses. That's what y'all should really do this whole entire month, though. But not just this month. Do it the whole entire year. Support black businesses. I mean, you know, we support other businesses all the time. So it's nothing wrong with me putting in the atmosphere that we need to support us all the time, too. Okay, y'all? I just threw that one out there for free. But it is Black History Month, and there are some trailblazers here in the city that i want to just put their names in the atmosphere because i love 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 these people um one of the ladies i want to shout out right now she is my colorado mama and her name is miss lisa villanueva i love me some lisa miss lisa if you're watching i love you thank you for all that you have done to trailblaze here in colorado springs y'all i don't know for those of you who don't know, she's a past president of the NAACP. She did some phenomenal work, um, and she still does. So very, very wise. So I am blessed to have her in my life as my Colorado mama. And yeah, so it's black history. So salute. I salute you, Miss Lisa Villanueva. And let's hopefully i'm saying that right i, I think i am though i think i miss lisa v i love you um yeah 
who else can I shout out? Oh, my friend, my friend, Black History, Dr. Anthony Young. He is the president of the Denver Rocky Mountain Black Psychologists. So, yes, shout out Black History. I'm shouting out my people. So, Miss Lisa Villanueva, Dr. Anthony Young. I'll bring some more names back to y'all, y'all. I'm going to bring some because it's Black History. We're celebrating us. So, here's the deal, y'all. I'm getting ready to go change out real quick. Getting ready to go into uh, Community Vibes with your girl, Regina English. But as always, I'm your favorite fashionista, and it's Fashionista Friday, and I'm live at Family Flavors The Slide World Broadcasting Network. And you know what? I know I talk fast, so y'all going to have to play it back because I'll be trying to get a lot of stuff into y'all. But again, lastly, before I leave, I have on the chunky booties, y'all, and I have on the T-shirt, cotton T-shirt dress. It said, I am black history with the cultural to match and i have this bag by black boy b blue all this came from target y'all the bag was 25 dollars. i believe the dress may have been 20 or 25 dollars too so y'all go right ahead and cop that but hey i am black history past present and future okay stick with me y'all i'm getting ready to go switch out Last change, because we're getting ready to go into community vibes with your girl, Regina English. I have a guest here, so we will be back shortly. So y'all tune in. Stick with me. I'll Another Life Foundation is a 501c3 nonprofit organization dedicated to helping those battling with mental illness and suicidal behaviors. Do you need to talk to someone? Our organization has recently received a grant to offer five free therapy sessions to eligible community members. If you live in the Fountain, Security, Widefield, Stratmore, Manitou Springs, and Monument areas, you may qualify for free therapy sessions. Even if you don't live in these areas, our network of counselors and therapists accept cash and most insurances. Don't suffer in silence. Schedule your appointment today. You can reach us at anotherlifefoundation.com or call us at 719-216-7238. Mental health is wealth. Are you looking for a strong legal team to help you through a time of crisis? Unknown of who to contact when the law is overbearing? Are your friends or loved ones in fear and trial is drawing near? Defense is more than simply a word within the hollowed halls of the law offices of Parker and Tolini. Ladies and gentlemen, it is literally a cornerstone that these men work, breathe, and live by every day. For nearly a decade, this prestigious law firm has humbly and diligently labored in defense of the people. The law offices of Barker and Tolini are the premier criminal defense attorneys within the box state. Hands down. In your time of legal need, contact the super team of Bark and Tolini at 719-227-0230. Again, that's 719-227-0230. Let them know that you heard it here on the slide so they know we got your back. Contact the offices of Barker and Tolini at 720 South Tejon Street, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80903. Or at Colorado Springs CO Law Office.com. 
When times get tough and it seems like the odds are constantly stacked against you, wouldn't it be a blessing to know that you had an ace in the hole? Ladies and gentlemen, consider yourselves anointed because you can always bet on ace pawn and loans to have your back when difficult times attack. Are you down in your luck? Well, come on down and get the best bang for your buck. Ace Pawn and Loans is a family-owned and operated chain that has been servicing the people of Colorado Springs for over 40 years. Having been nominated and voted the best in Colorado Springs for four years running, Ace Pawn and Loan gives the ultimate attention to service and detail. Their staff at all three locations are impeccable and highly professional. Ace Pawn and Loan specializes in pawn loans, title loans, buying, selling, trading, check cashing, and money transfers. They even offer worldwide shipping. Ace Pawn and Loans is truly the best in the business. So make sure you contact the sincere patriots of pawnbroking and loans today. Trade today, get paid today. Catch the deals at three locations locally. 2339 Platte Place, 3060 South Academy Boulevard, 3638 North Academy Boulevard. Or find them on Facebook at Ace Pawn and Loans and tell them the slide sent you. Play this record as frequently as possible. Then, as it becomes easier for you, play the record once a day or as needed.
the mellow, quite a nice fellow. Met 3T, hit a rhyme acapella. They had the rhythm and I had the rhyme. So then I hit it that one more time. It worked out and then they worked it in. Tony, Tony, Tony has done it again. Yeah, it's coming back at you Yeah. 
What's up? What's up, girl? Regina English. Let me slow it down. Let me go in slow mode for y'all. My girl Trinity said, so I need to slow it down. He's in his fashion. He's the Friday. It's the weekend. What's up? What's happening? What y'all doing? But anyway, um, I am live at family. 719-300-7936 is where you can call in with your fashion questions. Um, this is my community vibe segment, but I have to just have to break down what I have on y'all. Cause you know, I've been into the sweater dresses and the booties, but you know, I had some booties on, but then it wasn't cutie. So I said, let me, let me change my shoes. <laughs> so, um, I have on this sweater dress y'all. This piece I have on, I'm going to explain it to y'all, but um, the sweater dress is under here. Maybe you can't, maybe you can't. It's, it's off the shoulders. It's off the shoulders, and it's cream. So I have on some new shoes. Of course, as always, I told y'all, has to be some bedazzle in it. So I know y'all see these bedazzles up in my shoe. They're like lacrosse straps, bedazzle straps, um, and just some nude suede stilettos sweater dress so again y'all it's black history so we're celebrating us okay all day 365 24-7 but so this piece I have on it's um, a necklace a statement necklace and the earrings um, y'all see that's how it snaps that's how it snaps in the back very intricate it, sorry, let me be clear. But so here's two people, and I'm getting ready to read this to y'all so y'all will know um, why I purchased this and who it supports. So, Kukutana, it means meat. So, I want you all to meet Khadija and Jackie. This is Khadija and Jackie, y'all. Sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Handmade products and Jackie's Gallery. So it says, we have partnered with Sokovine Handmade Products and Jackie's Gallery, two small businesses owned by the best friend duo. Khadija, mother of two boys, and Jackie, a rising fashion designer. So y'all can tell. Look at that statement piece. These women created their companies as platforms to give others in their community a way to earn an income. There are artisans that make jewelry, skilled seamstresses, and leaders among women in their communities. They hire and train each of their workers 
in addition to encouraging and investing in their individual talents. So Kavine and Jackie's Gallery create a variety of styles from many ethnic groups, such as the Maasai, Zulu, Kaikuyu, and many others. And the owner here, she is in Lakewood, Colorado, is Maddie Crowley. She's located at 8533 West Colfax in Lakewood, Colorado. So when Dr. Young hosted his pre-Kwanzaa back in the November, yeah, in November for the community, as he always does. This is a huge event. It's always phenomenal. Um, a lot of great vendors there. This is where I purchased this from Miss Maddie, but the young ladies, Khadijah and Jackie, it supports them, um, I want to say, over in Kenya. So she shared with me that purchasing this, I want to say, helped would help 50 or either 49 young ladies go to school over in their country. So, of course, I was going to buy it. Sankofic Gyms aims to educate while enhancing your attire with high-quality handmade African products. This is handmade, y'all. Handmade. I love it. I love it. I love it. Our mission is to educate about the contribution, cultures, history, and significance of Africa. In addition, we work to provide permanent employment for communities living in rural Nairobi, Kenya. Yes, that's where Jackie and Khadijah are. This is in Nairobi, Kenya. All of our products are fashion forward, sophisticated, and made with the highest quality materials. So Maddie Crowley here, the owner of Sokovine Handmade Products and Jackie's Gallery, she partnered with them. So Khadijah and Jackie are over in Nairobi, Kenya. And the website, y'all, is Sink of thickgyms.com so s a n k o f i c g e m s.com yeah stankofickgyms.com so this is Khadijah and Jackie um glad that I can help support young ladies to go to school in Kenya by purchasing this. I can't remember how much I paid for y'all. It may have been $65, but it came with, it has this statement piece and it has the earrings and I get so many compliments on it. So yeah, and it's all handmade, handcrafted. And this dress I have on, it's a sweater dress. Off the shoulder, it came from Akira. So anyway, enough of your favorite fashionista and her fashion tips. Right now, we're going into community vibes with your girl, Regina English. Um, I have my guest coming on. His name is Mr. Carl Dent. So we're going to vibe for a minute, chop it up, have a conversation. And if y'all have any questions or anything, y'all can call in 719-300-7936 or just put it in the chat and I'll holler back. Okay, so Mr. Carl Dent. Come on over here, my friend. And while he's coming, I just want to share that there is a town hall meeting hosted by the slide, the title.
topics of conversation will be homeless, epidemic, the housing crisis, crime, infrastructure, education, veterans affairs, and police. And this event will be held here at the slide, located at 225 South Academy Suite 201. And this is happening on February the 13th from 10 to noon. Sorry, your favorite person won't be here, but I will be out of town with my Valentine. So that's what's important that weekend to me. But y'all need to support this town hall, okay? Tap in the Family Flavors of Sly World Broadcasting Network for more information. Also, they're inviting you to give in the name of love on Valentine's Day, y'all. Valentine's Day is on a Monday. So I need everybody to do what they got to do that Valentine's Day weekend so y'all can support this event on Valentine's Day. However, again, I'm sorry, I won't be here. Is that what? I won't be here because my daughter will be walking in New York Fashion Week. So I'm going to be with my Valentine, Miss Tiana Moss, in New York. But please support the Giving a Name of Love. It's a homeless initiative, a collaborative with nonprofits, food banks, shelters, restaurants, advocates, and media to bring awareness and assistance to our homeless, not hopeless population. So this is sponsored by Family Flavors to Slide. And what's the park, Trinity? Dorchester. It's going to be at Dorchester Park, y'all, at 3 p.m. So, given the name of love, in conjunction with the community cleanup day. So, February the 14th, dress warm. Y'all know we live in Colorado, and it's been negative nothing. So, y'all need to dress warm. Come looking like some Eskimos. So, um, the park can be clean. And this is going to be at 3 p.m. It's going to be a trash pickup, graffiti removal, and sidewalk cleanup at Dorchester Park. So again, that is given a name of love, the community cleanup. But okay, this Carl did y'all in the building. Here you go, sir. What's happening? What's good with you? Is it on? Is it on? Yeah, it's on. Uh, nothing much really. Just um, working a lot, trying to get the community safe. That's about it. Oh, keep the community safe. Okay, how you do that? What does that look like? Man, it's a it's a pretty tough job because our community is so unique. Because we have people from all over the country. We have military members from every walks of life, and so when you talk about a melting pot, that's what Colorado Springs is. And absolutely. One of the ways we're trying to figure out how to make our community safer is just learning the culture of everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the one of the biggest things that we're trying to work on right now is just understand what makes different people want to come together and be one. And, and, and that's very important to understand that cultural piece of it. And I believe that's the only way we'll know how to interact with each other right in order to keep our community safe and handle each other um in terms of just a relationship every day like we have to understand what makes people tick and say and, and do the things yeah, that do they the do things that they do right so. yeah yeah like 
wait, why'd you do that? Like, we we don't do that over here in our culture. In our culture, so explain to me why you feel like you need to do what you did. But no, I'm just playing. But anyway, but, but that's actually, true, but actually, it's true because one of the things that we've been looking at is in the criminal justice system, and is a lot of people from a lot of country they they come to America, and we like, for instance, I'll use myself as an example. When I just came to the United States. You know, I lived in Jamaica and everything. It was different. We didn't have law enforcement, like, driving around and doing patrol and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so, for me, I didn't understand the difference from what was a crime and what was not a crime until I came here. Because back home, I was driving without a license. wasn't all that important. But, okay. you, know, I, you know, you come here, you know, you get pulled over, you get that ticket, you go to court. Well... In my days growing up in Jamaica, you get pulled over, you know, you pay some money and you're on your way out. So <laughs> it's just... Culturally you, different. Right. It's just learning the American way of life. Right. Right. America is different. We're very, very different. <laughs> <laughs> we do things different over here. Here, let me make sure. I wasn't saying anything. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, and those are those are really all important things because th- that's the only way I believe we're going to get down to the root cause of the issues is to understand those relationships and those cultural differences. And not that they're all bad, but just understanding different cultures right. and seeing how we can make it make sense. Exactly, make it make sense for everybody. Hashtag make it make sense. See, oh, that's your girl's hashtag. Because everything we do has to make sense, and it has to make sense for everyone. So for me, none of these things are easy fixes. No one has that one magical answer. Um, no one can just swoop in and be like, hey, I'm fixing everything. That just doesn't make sense. It's about cultivating relationships, collaboration, and working together to come up with those smart, long-term, sustainable-ish uh, solutions. Right, and uh, and one of the things I like about Black History Month is every year I learn something. Because you know, for me, growing up in Jamaica, I had no clue what Black History Month was until I came here, and you know, the transition have been pretty difficult for. For me, my earlier years coming to the United States, because I had no clue what racism was until I joined the military. Mm-hmm. Mm, really? Yeah. Okay. And so, because like? <laughs> to think about it, I mean, I grew up in a country, predominantly African American country, mm-hmm. and you know, our um, European people that was there. I mean, we all lived together. There wasn't really any. Any, any difference between who is black and who is white except for for money. But when I came to the United States and I joined the military, and that was, I joined the military probably five years after I came because when I lived in New York, we were in a small community, so we never left that community. Mm-hmm. And then joining, joining the military. Help and then <laughs> Well, joining the military, <laughs> it actually opened my eyes to what what America really is. Mm-hmm. And um, that's where that's when I figured out that America was divided. That's when you figured out America was divided. Yeah, I mean, I came from Jamaica, okay. a, a older age, where you know I grew up and go to the beach and I go swimming and I go fishing. So never, never had a, 
actually had the opportunity to experience those negative stuff. Do you stuff. believe that a country divided can't stand? So our country divided will never stand. Okay. Because it, it takes everybody to make this uh, to make this republic great. And what about a community? A community, a community divided is not going to be able to stand either. Right. And and one of the one of the things that um me running for sheriff has has brought to the surface is that. So wait, are you still running for sheriff? Yeah, I'm still running for sheriff. We're 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 taking the fight all the way. Okay then. Kyle Dench running for sheriff, y'all. Oh, we just uh, we just had actually we just had our um, <clears throat> second forum um, earlier during the early during the week, so that was that was pretty awesome. Huh? Okay, but here, wait. Let me just circle back really quick because I think this is very important because you're running a race, right? Clearly, I'm running a race. Your favorite candidate for state representative, House District 17, and for me, uh. Community is most important. It really is. And you said yourself that a community divided cannot stand. So we know with politics comes undermining, sabotage, and divisiveness. But these things are happening in a community that we're supposed to be supportive of. So for me, what sets me apart and make me different from other people, I'm not about any of that sabotage and undermining being divisive and dividing something that's already divided when it's about unity and bringing people together. I personally believe people that do that and play the political game should not be people that are in these seats because when you play the political game to get in, you have to play the political game to stay in. So why play the game? Because what essentially what you're doing is playing games with the lives of people. So I'm not about any of that. All the the, the the chatter and stuff that's going on behind the scenes, I'm out in the forefront with community and actually bringing community together for uh, meaningful conversations. I'm not trying to use scare tactics. I'm not trying to, you know, say, ta-da, look at me. I have all of these great people around me because Actually, all those people aren't really that great because community is so divided right now. You know, in politics, it's Republicans against the Democrats. Why? It shouldn't be that way. It should just be bipartisan. Let's make the best decisions for everyone collectively by working across the aisles. And I've been saying that since I've been running for city council. Well, I mean, so it's isn't something new. I'm just popping up with. It's a it's a system that's been that's been set in place to undermine the progress of people. But how do you? What do you think about those people that are able to be used to do that to keep the 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 system broken, if you will, or to keep it working? Because it's it's not broken; it's working the way it was designed to work. So well, it needs to be dismantled. So when I when you look at when you look at how things are is that somebody got to be the boss and somebody got to be the worker. That's what it comes down to, and it, it comes. Uh, no, but I'm saying I what. Was about to say. Well, what I'm saying is that the the way the system is is everybody can't lead, and so if you have all leaders and no workers, then there is nothing that's going to get done. So you don't believe leaders are workers? Not every leader is a worker. Some. Pack that. 
for instance, when I was in when I was in the military, I had sergeants, right? Mm -hmm. Those guys were the leaders, and and what they did is that, you know, they would take their position as sergeant to put all the work in the enlisted person while they would leave for lunch early. Mm -hmm. So they they weren't working; they were passing off the work and everybody else. And so within our within our um, political system, that's exactly what it is: is you know, you have the person that is supposed to be leading, but he's going to pass the work off in somebody else. And if you don't have those people working, then nothing is going to get done. It almost sounds like people who buy the seats. Right. And it's not supposed to be like that. But the only way to change anything really within our uh, political system is we need moral and ethical leaders and people who have integrity to be sitting in these seats. Period. Vote for good people. Men and women of integrity that truly, truly value the lives of all people, no matter what color you are, no matter what party you're affiliated with. Right. And, I mean, that's not even at, in D.C. That needs to be here at the state level and the local level as well, because these are the most important elections, and this is the most important leadership for me, where you live and raise your family. And um, it starts with, with us right here in this room, everybody. Actually, it, it starts with even the slide, and the slide is doing a pretty good job of community awareness and putting things out there for people to recognize in the community. Shout out to the slide, Family Flavors, the slide world broadcasting and, uh, network. I know, and because and, um, the slide gives us a pretty good platform, and I know Trinity got to shout her out because, you know, she worked pretty hard, so... But what, but what I go back to saying is that it takes um, people with, with integrity to get the job done. That seems to be lacking here, especially in many of these races that I can see. And, and I'm glad I'm just, you know, uh, I'm, not, I'm not into that. You know, I'm running my race. I know you're running your race. I'm not focused on what someone else is doing or what they're not doing. I mean, you pay attention, but you just move accordingly. You don't get caught up in the status quo, in the chatter, or all the undermining and divisiveness and sabotage. And you know what's funny is that I was doing interviews today because um, we have to hire some people. And, you know, we He's have, hiring, y'all. What's the we, name of your company? Uh, Rocky Mountain Protective Services. Rocky Mountain Protective Services is hiring, but you have to go to Denver. <laughs> and so when, when, I, when, we, when we look at applicants, right, and anybody could attest to this. We have everything on an application for demographics, race, gender. Mm. But the one thing you don't see in an application is what political party you belong to. Do, do you think that's necessary? No, it's not necessary. Oh, okay. But, I'm but what I'm saying is to understand that why it is so important for us as leaders when we get in D.C. to make the best interest for for everybody is that whenever you pass a law, Whenever you get pulled over by the by the cops, he's not going to ask you what party you belong to. He's going to he's going to bring up why he pulls you over. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's time for us to understand that, you know, being where we are today in society, we need to start focusing on the best interests of the people that we're servicing, and not the best interests of our um, political ambitions. That's true, but you know what, I just. Some, like I said, I'm running my race, but I just can't wrap my mind around <laughs> some of these people because um, you, you, you can make your mouth, 
say anything, um, but then your actions are seen, are, are your actions are different than the words that um, are coming out of your mouth because making decisions in the best interest of people is not um, undermining or sabotaging during your race to get to the seat that you say you want to get in and make change. Right. So for me, I look at I look at things from the concept of being a statesman, and mm-hmm. and not from the con- concept of being a you know, politician. Because I'm definitely not. Y'all, I'm a change agent, just so y'all know, okay? Politicians do a lot of lying, and they can all win, not all, some win Academy Awards, because if, if y'all only knew. But, but anyway. But when you look at, when you look at statesmanship, it, it, it speaks more about organizational leadership. Oh, that happens to be what I'm getting my doctorate degree in, you all, organizational leadership. And so, and, and you know, just being in my PhD program, like you know, it helped me understand some of the things that I'm going up against mm-hmm. and why certain things are in place. Mm-hmm. But what we don't have anymore, we don't have a lot of statesmen in our in in our community, like running for these offices and picking up leadership. Well, you know, everybody can't do it because number one, you have to have thick skin to be in this arena, and and. You, you have to have the mental capacity. And I, I don't think some people just don't have it because it's a tough space to be in. I know it's a tough space for you, and it's definitely a tough space for me. But, you know, um, my mama and daddy raised a queen, okay? And, you know, I was built for this, so I'm true to this. But everybody don't have the courage or the drive to do it. And, and you know what? And just to say this, you don't have to be... Um, an elected official official to impact change in your community. You can impact change several ways. And just because you do stuff in a community and it doesn't mean that you're the best person for the seat. It just means like you do great community work. Stay there and do the community work and let those who are really truly for the people and making effective legislation and responsible allocation of funding with the state budget or the national but just in this entire capacity you know what i'm saying you have to be that well-rounded person so and i am she by the way you all thank you very much and you know what's you know what's since we're on the topic of leadership like what i've seen over the last several months with you know just handling my campaign what I learned is that the best follower is the best leader because mm-hmm. the, the best follower is the one that go out there and get everybody else to follow the leader. Mm-hmm. And so this this trip that I've, this journey that I'm on has been so educational mm-hmm. and who would have thought that I would have, would be learning new stuff because I thought I knew. Because you thought you knew it all? I, I thought I knew it all. <laughs> He said it. No, I'm just playing. Well, yeah, but I got to be honest. You know, if right. I'm if, if I'm going to be a leader in this community, I got to be honest with the people that I'm going to be serving. No one knows it all, though. Like right. like I spoke to people um, at the state house that are still there, and they said they're still learning things. They learn something new every day. So it's not like oh, they have to have all the answers and know every single thing to be in a seat because it simply doesn't work like that. Because you know, new stuff as sheriff. It's going to pop up, and you're going to have to be like, oh, wait, let's research, let's get this data so we can come up, make the best informed decision. You know what I'm saying? 
You talk about data. I mean, I've been I've been looking at Look, too much data. <laughs> that's what I'm talking. You know, you see, that's why it came out of my. That's what PhD students do, y'all. And you know what? And then I learned so much of having my master's in public administration as well on how government works and all the different pieces. That it, it's a lot. It's a lot. So when we talk about, and, and I'm glad you brought up research because one of the things that we're looking at as far as fixing the issue. One of the biggest issues our current sheriff's office is facing is recruiting and retention. Mm-hmm. And so I started looking at I started looking at data. What would be the best way to recruit deputies for our agency? Okay. And I just happened to come across this study by the Iran Corporation that that um and when I, when I look at the numbers coming back going back from the '90s all the way to today. We found out that the best way to recruit people is actually to have recruiting stations. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was... it Hold was. On. I want you to talk about something else because you're talking about recruiting, right? Right. Which means adding more law enforcement. Um, so... To, to match the number in the population. Right. But now you have to deal with the... How do you feel about the defund the police because my thing is I don't like that word because for example I'm huge on education I'm huge on trades and you know making sure we vocational we have a skilled workforce so I'm not going to tell a young man or a young woman that comes to me and say Miss Regina when I when I get out of school I want to become a law enforcement officer I'm gonna say go for it we need good people like you so it's, it's very controversial that word is very controversial um because we have to make it make sense all cops are not bad and then it doesn't make sense to me because we're saying defund but yeah we're asking for more when i say more we want more dollars into our communities for programming and stuff but yeah we want to take money out the mouths of the officers that are good and doing the right thing so it just it, it breaks my heart but i know that we can come together collectively eventually and come up with solutions that make sense for everyone. But allocation of funding does need to be redirected in law enforcement for more programming and training. I will say that. So For real, because all this over-policing and killing folks for no reason, we're not about to play those types of games. So I don't want my people out there to be like, oh, Miss Regina's not for defund the police. I'm not for police just killing people either especially black and brown people you know what i'm saying yeah so i'll draw i'll draw it i'll make an example as far as um so i'm not for defunding the police and i'll never be for defunding the police mm-hmm. and um saying defunding the police is the same thing as uh, saying that reducing the size of our military because mm-hmm. if you re- if you reduce the size of our military we take away our, our ability as a country to defend ourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If we defund the police, then we take away our ability to protect our community. Right, because, you know, it would be a disaster if we had to police ourselves. So I don't understand what's going through people's mind. We, we can't, we don't need to police ourselves, right? That's why we have law enforcement in place. However, law enforcement needs to do the job that they signed up for, which is to protect and serve, not kill. For no reason, or over police people. So I think, and I think profile and all those different things that I, they're doing. I think for the most part, 
97% of law enforcement are ethical or moral and ethical people who go out there. They're ethical people? Moral and ethical people. Moral and ethical. Okay. 97% of law enforcement. That's a huge percent. Where'd you get that from? Because the department that I worked at. You know, people going to be asking, right. like, where'd you get those numbers? But if you, if, if, if you look at, well, we look at statistics in the sheriff's office. Mm-hmm. And we look at the amount of complaint and um, internal affairs complaint and the discipline and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And what we see is that pretty much 90, 97% of people out there are doing the job that they're supposed to be doing. But it's that... Um, <laughs> It's it's that three percent that we have to worry about, is 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 those because if you, if you look across the nation with all the shootings, they happen in different different departments. So it's not like there is one area where in everybody's just one law enforcement agency is just shooting everybody. It's just that those little pockets that we need to get to those guys and we need to get them out of law enforcement because they're the right. ones that. They're toxic. Right. They're and they're the, killing people for no reason. They're the one that's making it bad for for everybody else. Yes. And I know when so I work... So how do we do that? What's the solution to that? Because that's what everybody really wants to know. Because, of course, public safety is very important. We want our communities to be safe. We want our, our neighbors to be safe. Most of all, we want our kids to be safe. So, and we need law enforcement to make sure these things are happening. But it's so, that, what did you say? What three, is the other that, 5%? That, that oh, no, you said 97%. Oh, 3%? That's, um... Yeah, we're not about to play with that 3%. But here's how, you, here's how we take care... Because that's huge. Here's, here's how we take care of the issue, though. If you are a citizen and you came in contact with a law enforcement officer mm-hmm. and you think that he did something wrong, well, there's an avenue. You have internal affairs. You go. You should go file an internal affairs, internal affairs. complaint. Okay. And you should follow up, and you should make sure that when they say, "Hey, we're going to do this investigation. It's going to get done in 30 days. It might take a little bit longer." That investigation. But what about when things get swept under the rug? Because you know what's happening. And that's what people are frustrated about, and I'm frustrated about it too. So, like, or say uh, you see and file with internal affairs, but then. Say, for example, someone files something and then nothing happens or it backfires on that person for filing that complaint. Then it, what, what, do you, what does community it, it, do? It goes, back to, it goes back to the person that sits up top, which is the sheriff himself. or So we need to make sure the right sheriff, sheriff is in the seat. Or the undersheriff. Because that's where, that's where everything starts at because they have to be doing quality control. It's easy to say, let's do internal affairs investigation but where's the quality control part that's going to go back over the investigation that somebody is quality control happening right now i'm not sure it's well i could tell you from based from my experience quality control never happened okay and so those are the things that even though we have mechanism in place for quality control mm-hmm. but if you have the good old boy system mm-hmm. where i'm sick of that system too people want to keep things quiet and what I what I know for a fact these is these are people that get elected. And and that what, ticks me off. And what I know is I've spoke to a lot of deputies in the sheriff's office who um, express that they want change. 
Well, you got to vote for change. When you <laughs> want change, you vote for change. You do something different when you want change. And and we know that not everybody agrees with what's going on in there because they're losing like probably like five people mm-hmm. per week, something like that mm-hmm. number. So retention and is so huge. <laughs> retention is an issue, but it's a culture yeah. thing. But when we look at when we look at culture, the culture in society is what bleed over into the sheriff's office. So what would you say uh, good legislation would look like in terms of law enforcement? Because people are really wanting something with substance that actually, in fact, protects constituents, protects community, protects us. So I do believe that we have good legislators that's making good legislation. But the issue is again it goes, not all of it. it. Not all of it, but we but we do have good legislators that make absolutely we do that making. Um, State Representative Tony Exum happens to be one. Soon to be Senator Exum. Shout out to my guy, one of my favorite friends. Vote Tony Exum for senator. And, and so when we look at um all our our representative and all our legislators, that for instance, one of the things that they're looking that they just did is that um the Brady list were. Hmm. You know, when an officer do something that is against policy under the color of law, you know that person is supposed to be put on the Brady list. Well, mm-hmm. that was a legislation that just that just came out, mm-hmm. and so it goes back to our leaders are some of them are doing doing the right thing as far as passing these bills, but then they get to again the sheriff's office or Colorado Springs PD or any one of the twenty two law enforcement agencies around the counter county mm-hmm. and it stops there mm-hmm. because uh, for instance I heard somebody make a statement that well I'm not going to fire anybody when I become sheriff everybody's job is safe I kind of understand what he was saying okay. but for me if I get elected as sheriff I have no bones with firing people getting rid of the ones that needs to be there and so if people are doing their job then they shouldn't have to be worried about getting terminated because you're not going to get terminated but it comes back to the leadership of top well if both of us are running for an office and i sit there and I hear this guy saying that well i'm not going to fire anybody when i if i'm the sheriff well for me that's a wrong answer because some people do need to be like some go. some people do some people have those let off reprimand that's just piling up piling up piling up and we're mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we're still keeping them there and it goes over now, it makes everybody else disgruntled because the ones that are out there doing their job like they're supposed to, they're just watching <clears throat> this guy, he's just getting by. Mm-hmm. And that's what caused a lot of the problem with within law enforcement is it's not because good officers are bad, it's because good officers see bad officers skating by and just, mm. just doing things and you getting by. You said good officers see bad officers getting by. Right. And that's what the problem that's is. That's what the problem is. Okay. That's, that's, that's good. Because how do you expect this guy over here who show for work every day on time, never miss a shift, and he this guy over here called sick 30 minutes before his shift, go out there talk to citizens however he wants to but he is still on patrol with this guy and then now he did something wrong and they're not going to say oh deputy so-and-so did it they're going to say the sheriff's office right so right. now this one bad apple just put 
just made this guy disgruntled because no, he doesn't want to work for the sheriff's office because he's getting blamed for what this guy over here right. did. Which is why uh, accountability and transparency is key. Right. Really. So we have to hold those accountable that are over policing and doing things unethical and doing things wrong. And the sheriff department, CSPD, all law enforcement, there needs to be transparent. If they work for us, right, our taxpayer dollars, then they need to be transparent with us. But so actually, in one thing with Colorado, Colorado is big and um, being being open. And so as citizens, we, 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 we have a huge, you know, all right, let me put it this way. As citizens, the state gives us the authority to go check on what <clears throat> these agencies are doing. So if you don't think that they're doing the right thing, go file a court request. Go ask for records. Mm-hmm. But the issue is, ask for the, okay. but the issue is, us in the community, we're not we're complaining, but we're not asking for for things. Well, you know what? I will share. I'm not I'm not going to mention uh, this young lady's name, but she's very um, in tune because she's you know she's big on. Um, to fund the police rightfully so based off experience um and you know when law enforcement do something wrong and then they get sued right who has to pay for that we have to pay for it our tax dollars pay for it it's not like she said it's not some insurance fund that they pull from it's our tax dollars paying for it so we really have to make it make sense because it doesn't make sense. They don't want to defund the police. They want to add police. And it's just so many different things all over the place. But in all actuality, like, it's not fair for our tax dollars to have to pay for an officer for doing something wrong. So I'm for <laughs> reallocating the funds that they're having, not so much giving them more but they need to make sense with what they have right now. And they need to be responsible for paying for one of their officers that did something wrong. That onus should not be on the community and taxpayers at so, all. <clears throat> I know the state just passed a passed a law which kind of takes away qualified immunity from, from bad officers. Mm-hmm. As it should. And um, there's a case that's, um, that's in federal court right now with a... And we're going to wrap up, y'all, in about five minutes. There, There's a case in federal court right now with a deputy from the sheriff's office who actually did violate somebody's constitutional rights. Mm-hmm. And he just had to pay up. Mm-hmm. So there are there are things that are being put in place to deter bad actors from, from doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know, <clears throat> I personally, you know what's going on with me. And so... But I'm not going to sit there and say defund the police because I understand that my situation might be a bad situation, but I can't punish everybody else for Right, and that's what I feel like the defund word punishes essentially everyone and all the cops aren't bad. Like, I have cops in my family. Like, they're ethical and moral people and they care about people, which is why they signed up to protect and serve. So I'm just trying to figure out how we can change that narrative (laughs) and shift that word, however, hold them accountable and make sure that the community, our tax dollars, aren't paying for the nonsense. So one thing we need in El Paso County is that we need a media that's not paid and bought for. That's not bought. That's a media that's not bought and paid for. Carl said we need a media that's not paid for and bought right in Colorado <clears throat> because 
here's the deal. There is a lot of things out there that a lot of people could prove on paper, but they'll go to the media and nothing will ever happen. Mm-hmm. And with, with what happened to me is I could prove everything on paper, mm-hmm. on video, on body cam. Mm-hmm. And, I re- and I reached out to like 40 different media outlet <clears throat> to try to bring this stuff to, to the forefront so people could see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Cricket. Mm. Everybody, everybody's silent. So who's pulling the strings behind the media companies in El Paso County? Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> the media only reporting what they, they want to report on. And so transparency... Some of them do change your words because they done changed up a few of my words. I'm like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even say that. So beware of reporters. That's false reporting. Yeah. So that's facts. I've, I've, I've seen a lot of false reporting. Mm-hmm. I mean, part of my uh, reporting that, that just went out. Part of it wasn't true. That's that undermining and divisiveness that I'm talking about. Right. And so transparency is a, it's a everybody thing. It's not just. Or a piece of it. <clears throat> It's just it's transparency. Is just it's not just one person's thing. It's a everybody's thing, and everybody. Literally. People need to be doing those core requests, like I said, and people need to be filing those internal affairs complaint, like I said, because those are. So you said file internal. <coughs> internal affairs, affairs complaint. If and you, then what else? If you feel that there was something that you have been wrong by law enforcement, go to that agency, file it internal as a fear of complaints so they could do an investigation. But well, you named another one. And then go back and do a uh, Colorado Open Records Colorado Open Records Act request. Open Records Act request. To see what's going on. And I've and I've found okay. a whole bunch of those recently. Okay. So I think we filed about Is that 15. public information? Yeah. Okay. Okay. The, I'm just trying to help the people. So <laughs> most most things in the sheriff's office is gonna be public information except for employee records. Okay. And so File those core requests. See what's going on. Like hold or hold our leaders accountable for what they're doing. Don't just let them tell you something. Hold and walk the leaders away. accountable, y'all. Accountability is key. It really is. So, um, yeah. Well, anything else you want to share, or what? What do people <coughs> need to know? You know, because I like to give people clarity on on things that's going on. Like I said, I, I don't have all the answers but i have some answers and these are good answers but it's going to take working together to make sure that these things do get pushed through the house you know when it's time to have uh bills come to the table so one thing i want people to know is us as candidate me you miss rachel you know everybody have access to us because we have emails, we have a website. You don't want there to send a message. We're we're going to respond. We're not just going to see a message and not say anything. And so, people need to be talking to us as much as we're trying to talk to people. Because I'm trying to get to know the community, and the community gotta want to be able to know me as well. Yeah, but I think people talk to who they're most comfortable with because, you know, like, I'm very transparent. I'm very approachable. I'm I'm, I'm reachable. Anybody can reach me. But I'm not just here going to give nobody no feel-good message. Or I'm not going to just say stuff because I know the language just to get elected. Like, I'm very trustworthy and transparent. Like, and, you know, and, and there's definitely more than yourself and myself. And Rachel, and that that's running. There's other people I mean, they could, that are they, running that are 
able to be reached. Like one thing I know is that <clears throat> the guys in my race, I mean, you could you could reach those guys via email and they're going to respond. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody will because it's all public information. And every candidate. <clears throat> and so we're in a vetting process, and people need to ask the tough questions. People need to send us those questions and be like, okay, how would you handle this situation? And so it's not just a candidate saying that, okay, well, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. But somebody might have a question that, <clears throat> question that they want to be addressed. Well, that question is not going to be addressed because I don't know what's on that person's mind. So it's all about reaching out to us. It is. It is. It really is. And to get, like you said, to get those hard questions answered because we're here to answer questions. Right. Some of us. Where can they reach out to you, Carl? <clears throat> uh, so you can find me at com, or you can find me at um, carldenforsheriff at gmail.com. That's my email. Yeah. So so y'all call Carl with, with the hard questions. And real quick before we close out, hold on, I had a comment. Um, okay. Yes. Um, Felicia said this was a great interview with some great information um so this is the community vibes uh carl dent runner for sheriff was my guest today um i hope this information did help and felicia it it helped you and those of you who will listen to the playback um please if you listen to the playback and you want to ask questions carl gave his information of course y'all can find me at regina english state rep.com with Ask me any of your questions. Call me. You want to have coffee? Just have a conversation. So next week I have a special guest coming on, and we're going to be talking affordable housing. So I thank you all for tuning in. It's Friday. Y'all know what I'm going to say. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Call a friend. Have a designated driver. Lyft, Uber, whatever you need to do, but stay safe. Um, Carl, thank you for coming on and have this conversation with me. You did give some information, some good information that I didn't even know. Um, so now this is it's been very helpful to me. So um, yes, Regina English signing off. Uh, Community vibes with your girl Regina English, your favorite fashionista. We're live at Family Flavors the Slide World Broadcasting Network. Tune in next Friday, eleven to one with your girl. Thanks for watching. <coughs> Hey, trips that you plan for the next whole week. Pay us too long for the nigga so cheap and your flex so deep, your sex so deep. You got it, girl, you got it. Hey, you got it, girl, you got it. Yeah, pretty little thing, you got a bag and now you violent. You just took it off the line, no mileage. Way they hitting you, the DM looking violent. Talking while you come around and now they silent. Through the Cooper 17, no guidance. You be staying low, but you know what the fight is. Ain't never got you know it being modest. Popping shit, but only cause you know you popping. Yeah, you got it, girl, you got it. Hey. You got it, girl, you got it.
fuck around, give you my last name. You know you tired of the same damn thing. That's okay, cause baby, you got it, girl, you got it. That you plan for the next whole week Bands too long for a nigga so cheap And your flex so deep, your sex so deep You got it, girl, you got it Hey, You got it, girl, you got it Yeah, pretty little thing, you got a bag and now you violent You just took it off the line, no mileage Way they hitting you, the DM looking violent Talking while you come around and now they silent Blue the Cooper 17, no guidance you be staying low, but you know what the fight is Ain't never got you know it being modest Poppin' shit, but only cause you know you poppin', yeah You got it, girl, you got it Ay. You got it, girl, you got it
patience. Tell them that it's over, ain't no debate. All you need is me playing on your playlist. You ain't gotta be frustrated. I don't wanna play no games, play no games. Fuck around, get your mind last name. Know you tired of the same damn thing. That's okay, cause baby, you, you got it, girl, you got it. Georgia, oh yeah, 
Enjoy, you'll be my sugar daddy 